we can do it! It's episode three of my life skills series. Today is do the thing. So, first of all, not to brag, but I'm kind of killing it today when it comes to doing the thing. I woke up early, I had my coffee, I hung out with my little sister, I worked out, I meal prepped for work this week, and I totally took a two-hour nap. It was a big 4th of July day. And none of those things come naturally to me. And do the thing is kind of the process that I learned and I kind of name I have for the process that I've learned to get better at hitting those milestones, knocking out lists, taking care of business. And that's what we're going to talk about today. It's just kind of taking care of business. When I was a kid, I really loved the Frog and Toad books. And they're these series of books by a guy named Arnold Lobel. And they're all about little like life skills and being friends and things like that. And Frog and Toad are friends. And they're very different. And Frog is like this sort of noble creature who uh, gets things done and is super friendly and kind. And, you know, all these things. A real Boy Scout. And then Toad has issues. And he kind of like is a little lazy and a little selfish and a little problematic but in a real lovable way. And I think I was a real toad who is now trying to be more of a frog, but definitely more naturally a toad. And um, so there's a book in the story, and there are so many really great life lessons in those books, but the one I want to highlight tonight is the one about procrastination. And it's the story where um, frog comes to toad's house, and toad is still sleeping. It's like the middle of the day, of course. And Frog's like, Toad, like, let's go, you know, swimming or whatever. And Toad's like, no. And Frog starts looking around Toad's house. And he's like, Toad, your dishes are dirty. And Frog, or Toad's like, I'll do it tomorrow. And Toad's like, your floor, or Frog is like, your floor is a mess. And Toad's like, I'll sweep it tomorrow. And and so forth and so forth. And it just goes on and on. His whole house is a wreck. And he makes this huge list of things that he'll do tomorrow. And then he's sad, and and Frog's like, why are you sad, Toad? And he's like, I will have a very hard tomorrow. And then Frog is like, you will, but what if you washed the dishes? Then you wouldn't have to do them tomorrow. And so Toad washes the dishes, and he's like, you're right. And then he's like, okay. And then Frog is like, what if you swept the floor? Then you wouldn't have to do it tomorrow. And so Toad sweeps the floor, and so forth and so forth, until he's cleaned the entire house. And then Frog is like, well, well, now that you've done your whole list, what will you do tomorrow? And Toad is like, I'm going to (laughs) sleep. And so Toad really didn't necessarily learn anything, but I did. Um, Because there's such an important thing to giving yourself a better tomorrow. So one of the reasons that I love meal prepping for work for the week is because then in the morning, uh, especially when I was working construction, I was waking up really early to go to work. It was such a mental brain fog of being up early and not you know being able to focus or whatever and I'm kind of one of those people who does a lot better with a structure or habits and so having meal prepped at least the night before and either put you know leftovers or whatever I was going to take for lunch getting that all done before I went to bed so that I didn't have to wake up in the morning and think about it what is just a lifesaver for me it, it does it, it helps me so much 
and things like that, that whatever you can do to prepare for a better tomorrow has just really been kind of my whole life. And in a way, kind of sets up to to a lot of my life mantra, which is kind of about like building a better world anyways. And I think when we build a better tomorrow, we do in a very micro fashion, build a better world for ourselves. So, um, when I was 25, I found out that I was pre-diabetic and that disease, uh, runs very prevalent, prevalently through both sides of my family. And I knew that I had to take it really seriously. Um, so I tried hard to start working out and being more active. I I cut out a lot of intentional sugars. I stopped drinking sodas primarily. Uh, I gave it a real shot, but it just didn't stick. So I did a bunch of diets like keto and paleo and stuff like that, but they didn't stick. Um, I tried to work out and that didn't really happen. And I finally listened to this podcast called the connected life. Great podcast. And they had somebody on there who was talking about health and weight and about how if you're and I know we're, we always talk about this. We're going to get some people because you're going to be like, you already talked about this. I'm going to talk about this every single episode. So buckle up. But uh, if you are hating yourself and you hate your body, you're not going to be able to lose weight. And you're not going to be able to stick to a workout. You're not going to be able to stick. You're not going to be able to do anything positive for your body. Because subconsciously you're going to be sabotaging yourself constantly. Because you don't believe that you deserve health. You hate yourself. And why would you want something good for something that you hate? So subconsciously you are constantly going to be wrecking yourself. So I had listened to that. And this was all part of my two year breakthrough wake up call, whatever you want to call what I experienced two years ago, which was just getting my head in a really healthy place. Um, and it was around that, around that time, probably a little before that around my birthday and no, no, it was last year on my birthday actually. So I had kind of gotten the hang of this idea and, um, had gotten better about eating better and just not doing the same song and dance, just cutting out, mostly just making a hard and fast rule, like these things don't come into your house. Like I think the best thing that works for me is what I call kind of a struggle bus paleo because I don't stick to it incredibly well, but it's just about certain things don't come into the house. Like you keep your house pretty clean as far as the food goes and then don't so much worry about what you eat out. Um, And I do better than that, better with that some weeks than I do others. But in general, that's what I prefer. And uh, so I started started doing that. And then about a year, around my birthday, I got up and I was like, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to do the thing. I'm going to do this thing. And I bought a Jillian Michaels 90-day workout, Body Revolution, which is insane. And I did it. I did the whole thing. And shout out to my amazing sister-in-law, Daphne who did it with me, and it was really helpful to have kind of a workout buddy, and then after that, after I'd kind of had that milestone, I did another one, 
and I finished things and I started making a difference in my food choices because I wanted to feel better, not because I was punishing myself or because it was the right thing to do, but because I was on this, I was working out and I was working so hard and it was like, no, you want to eat and keep feeling good. And I started to feel good. It's unbelievable. I, I started drinking a ton more water about two years ago again and just the level of health that you feel when you're drinking enough water versus you're not. So I try to drink about two liters of water a day. And that was from drinking, I don't know, very, very little water a day. And it just changes your whole life, people. Like, drink enough water. Just give yourself a week of drinking a lot of water and see what happens. And I started taking turmeric and ginger and things that were really helping my stomach after I had my gallbladder removed. And things that were really helping my joints to feel better. And, uh, I, my body got strong and healthy and I've worked construction in different jobs that I, you know, I do, I've done very physical work, but I wasn't putting in the work, if that makes sense. And I'm not going to lie. Like I still eat too much queso y'all. I like tacos too much to be tiny. I'm not a tiny person, but I am fit and strong and capable. And guess what? I love my body just like it is. Now, like, do I have, everybody has issues. Everybody has something where like, I hate my knees or whatever it is. But in general, I have chosen to love who I am. And I have a journey to continue. I want to, I need to keep carrying on. It's not like I'm like, snap, you made it. But the difference is that I like this road that I'm on. So I'm not afraid of it. You know, I think that when you're you're dieting because of self-loathing or you're working out because you just want to punish who you are, there's something about being on that road that's such torture and such torment and you're so afraid of the next day. You're so afraid of failure and you're so crippled by where you are mentally. And getting away from that and getting into actually doing healthy things because you like feeling healthy and because you love who you are and because you want to support and and protect that person is a whole different world. And the same thing happened with my budget. I was living week to week, like paycheck to paycheck. I was waitressing and I didn't have any debt, but I had no savings. And so any setback was like a world-destroying financial tragedy. Like if something happened to my car or something happened to me or something happened to anything, it was like devastation. And I just didn't really have a grip. I would pay my bills and I'm like, I'm not going to worry. But you know, like I was very good at paying bills, but I was very bad at building savings until I asked for help because I realized girl, you, you don't have this. You don't know how to do this. You need to talk to someone who does. So I talked to my brother who had a lot more experience and wisdom in that area than me. He helped me put together a budget. And two years later, I have a fully funded emergency fund and I haven't worried about finances in a year. How? I did the thing. It's all about taking these really overwhelming things and breaking them into the first baby step. For me, it was open a different bank account where you can have a couple of connected accounts. So you can do the money shuffle every week where you get paid and you allocate things to the right place. It was about not using uh, cards anymore. I didn't have any credit debt, but I would use credit to build credit and I would use 
uh, my debit card. And so I would just spend and not think about it. And so it, for me, became cash only. Knowing how much you have to spend, sticking with it, not even having your credit or debit card in your wallet. It became about discipline. How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? So what's your first step, you know? And for me, it all kind of starts in the morning. And I wake up early, not because it comes naturally to me, because I am naturally much more of a night owl, but because I know that I am so much healthier and productive when I do. The day, if, the difference in the day between me when I used to wake up at like 10, 11, 12 o'clock in the morning, you know, 12 o'clock during, at noon, let's <laughs> not, not lie to ourselves and call it morning, at noon, um, and the difference between me now who wakes up at 6.30 or 7 is insane, the amount of things that I can get done, um, so I set the alarm and I get out of bed when it hits. I do not snooze. Snooze is the enemy. Snooze is the lie that says it's just a little longer. It's never a little longer. Um, I make my bed every morning. I read something that like some general said once who was like, every battle starts with making your bed or something like that. And it really stuck with me. And I just think that even that process, that ritual of cleaning and, and making something nice and making something ready for the next day is really important. So I do that. Um, I wash my face. I brush my teeth. I do my workout or run. And I try to do it all before I can come up with a million excuses I have to not do it. My back hurts. My knee hurts. I feel tired. I just don't know that I feel good today. I mean, maybe I should just have coffee. You know, like there's a million things. And the, the enemy of doing the thing is waiting to do it till later. Procrastination is the enemy of doing the thing, which is not a profound statement. It's obvious, but it's still kind of important. So we're going to take a break from doing the thing and we're going to drink the thing because it's everybody's favorite segment. What is Rosie drinking? Right now, I am drinking a really delicious little sangria that I whipped up. And, um, so shout out to me for making a great sangria. But also, um, I used a Rohan wine from my job called Evangeline. It makes a really nice white sangria. And then I used a little bit of Izzy blackberry soda, a little bit of apple juice, a little bit of lime juice, a little bit of orange juice. I made a little kitchen sink sangria, and it is kind of delicious on this warm afternoon all right so to finish up the thought budgeting is kind of the same as all area you know I think health is all these areas of health are kind of the same thing it starts with a choice and it continues because of discipline long after the drive and passion of future vision like fades you'll have willpower and daily healthy choices to carry you through. Sprinkled with kind of giving yourself grace and love to struggle. There's a fantastic Sarah McLaughlin song, not to just crash us into depression, but it's called Perfect Girl. And there's a line that says, hold on and give yourself some time to falter. And I think about that a lot. And it continues, a beautiful song. And it's like, hold on, give yourself some time to falter. Don't forego knowing that you're loved no matter what. 
and everything will come around in time. And I think that when you're in the beginning of this journey is really important to remember. It's really important to remember that this is about becoming healthy, not breaking yourself into tiny pieces because you're not worth anything unless you do. This is really important to remember that discipline is a learned skill. These are habits that you're building. They don't come out of nowhere. Inspiration only carries you so far. Discipline and the 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 your goals. Like Jillian Michaels says that it's not about perfect, it's about progress. And she says, and we've talked about this before, but she says when you have a why, you can endure anyhow. And that's so true. You know, at the beginning of this journey, my why was I don't want to have diabetes. I don't want to take insulin when I'm 40. I don't want to uh, be crippled by this disease that I've, you know, seen or heard of crippling in my family. Um, when it was my budget, I was, I don't want to be stressed out of my mind about money anymore. And when it became about being fit and actually going after that, it was about, I want to, I love this feeling that's growing, this feeling of health and strength. And I want that more. I want that more than I want sleep. I want that more than I want to be lazy. I want that more than I want to not do it, you know, and, and giving yourself that grace to find your why I think is really important. And it can't just be because I'm ugly. It can't just be because I hate my thighs. It can't just be because I I hate how I don't know how to budget. It can't be motivated by a negative motivation because negative motivations lead to guilt and shame. They don't lead to power and strength and discipline and anything positive. Positive is going to, a positive um, motivation is going to trump a negative one every single time. It's going to defeat a negative drive every single time because there's something backing it because there's passion and joy and love in the journey it's the I love who I am and I want to protect it and I read this amazing book several years ago I had uh, a boss who had me read this book called The Slight Edge and I will never be able to thank her enough Doreen Tando you were great and this book has changed my life (laughs) and it talks about Little tiny choices all through your day are either leading you to a positive outcome or a negative outcome. Every single choice we make is either compounding into a positive, amazing thing or a negative, destructive thing. And that's our decision every day. That's our choice. And doing the thing, the, the whole kind of concept of it is, what's the first thing? And then do it. Don't look at the whole day. Don't look at the whole week. Don't look at the whole year of, you know, I want to lose 30 pounds. I want to, I need to, you know, earn $5,000. Whatever it is, it's, what's the first step? Do I need to open the bank account? Do I need to put the money, you know, that I was going to blow on this into savings? Do I need to pay off a credit card? Do I need to... Focus on the $1,000 foundation for my emergency fund. What is your beginning? And how do you start that day? What is the most basic tiny thing? When it comes to being healthy, it's not about wallowing in shame. Like, I ate 20 tacos. It's about, this morning I'm going to wake up. I'm going to drink a glass of water to start off before I drink my coffee. 
that's my thing that I'm going to do. And then the next thing is I'm going to go for a run. Or if I'm not ready to want run, I'm going to go for a walk, a 30 minute walk. Start moving your body 30 minutes a day. And what I did with my real start to my workout journey is so sad, but I got a Jillian Michaels 10 minute workout because I was like, girl, you're strong in this way, in this place, but you don't have a single excuse in your body that is going to allow you to not do a 10 minute workout. And I didn't, I couldn't come up with a reason why I couldn't do a 10 minute workout. It was blowing way more time than that on YouTube. So (laughs) how was I going to convince myself that I didn't have time to do a 10 minute workout? And so I would do it and I was faithful with it. And then I upped that 10 minutes to 20 minutes and I upped that 20 minutes to a 30 minute workout. And that's where it starts. It doesn't have to start at an hour of insanity workout. (laughs) I don't even know how I would do that now. It, It doesn't have to start with, I made brilliant financial choices all week and now I have thousands of dollars. It doesn't have to start with I'm an investor. It starts with I have this budget this week and I'm sticking it to it. I'm not going to go buy food. I'm going to eat what's in my pantry. I'm not going to blow money on those clothes. I'm going to wear what I have. You know, finding out those areas of compromise in your life and making a better decision. Little choice at a time. Get out of bed. Make that bed. Brush your teeth. Drink water. The little choices that stack up through the day and change your whole life. Do the thing. One step at a time until you're on the road that you want to live on. Because as much as it's cheesy and stupid when everybody says the thing like, you know, life is not about the destination, it's the journey. Like, the truth is, as much as we roll our eyes, like, we're going to be on a road. That's what life is. It is a process. It is a step. It's a road. But we choose the road that we live on. Remember what we talked about in the Warrior Wave episode. We build the life around us. We walk this road. We choose the road that we walk on. It can either be rocky and difficult and we can be heavy and tired and lost on it. Merciless or at the mercy of a tyrant that consumes all of our time and all of our health and all of our money. We're that tyrant, by the way. We are that tyrant. The victim version of us is the tyrant. Or we can be powerful instruments of change that triumphantly walk down that road every single day. Choose to see the beauty, see the sunrise, and watch it set, and see the stars above us, And know that our life is full and good and worth it. We are worth it. For me, I choose that road. (laughs) It's not easy. It's, in some ways, it kind of takes more effort and more work. But not in the long run. Not actually. Not when I think about who I was two years ago. Not when I think about who I was before that. Not when I think about who I am now. So thanks for listening. And as always, if you loved this, go ahead and give me a subscribe and a review. Those are super helpful. And let me know on Facebook what you thought about it. And all that good stuff. And remember, y'all, we can do it. We can do this.
was created by me, Rosie. It's produced by Cherie Haynes. Social media is managed by Vivian Ellison. If you enjoyed We Can Do It, please take a minute to subscribe and review. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and keep on riveting. <laughs>